episode, you are going to learn the secret to ending the shame cycle when implementing that new diet or fertility strategy so that you can finally gain momentum in your fertility journey and get pregnant. See, most women who are stuck in the desperate to conceive trap are implementing upwards of three to five different fertility strategies all at once in order to get pregnant. The thought being, the more that I do, the better chances I'll have at conceiving. And look, from one high-achieving woman to the next, I only wish it worked that way. But unfortunately, what got us this far in life, the doing and the hustling, isn't going to provide us with the results we desire inside of our fertility journey. It isn't required in this next transition to motherhood. But here's the thing. Despite reading and researching and knowing all there is to know about fertility and how to change, make those changes to increase fertility and get pregnant, sometimes there's a disconnect in actually doing it. There's a disconnect between just knowing it and actually doing it. Not because you're lazy, hell no, but because there's this invisible force sabotaging your efforts and preventing you from consistently and sustainably implementing these new habits in order to see tangible results. Why? Because not only do these new changes feel overly restrictive, but also because of the unrealistic expectation you put on yourself to implement them with perfection, right? So where does this come from? We're going to get to that definitely in a minute. But first, I can say with certainty that you're probably stuck in the desperate to conceive trap if you are up to speed on the latest diet, fertility diet, if you've completed a gut healing protocol from your functional medicine doctor, you've invested in a cabinet full of herbal remedies from your acupuncturist, but you're still so frustrated by the lack of results in your cycle or your symptoms and your ability to get and stay pregnant And on top of all of that, you blame yourself that you didn't do enough, you weren't perfect enough, or you fell off a few times and that is the reason why you failed. This is called the shame cycle, my friends. And I can guarantee it's definitely playing a part in your fertility journey as we speak. Whether it's in your fertility nutrition plan, it's in your cycle tracking, it's in your fertility treatment plan, It's the block that is keeping you from gaining momentum and moving forward in your fertility journey with ease and flow. So what is that invisible force keeping you stuck in the shame cycle and perpetuating the stagnant plateau in your fertility journey? Well, I'm going to tell you what that is, and I'm also going to show you the secret to ending it, but first I have to share this little story about how I was obsessed with perfecting my diet and it was the, really was the block and ultimately, it was ultimately the block for me seeing any progress in my body, my hormones and my fertility and overall health. So back in the day, I was, still am, very knowledgeable about macro counting, sports nutrition, recovery, And ultimately pinpointing exactly how much, when, and of what I needed to eat in order to maximize my health. 
The only issue is that I was never able to comply with it 100% of the time. There was always a slip up here or there. For example, each Sunday, I'd create this impressive meal plan calculated out by the gram in terms of protein, carbs, fat, and fiber needed in each of the meals in order to hit my goal. Because I was an overachiever, get this, I'd always cut my goal calories by 500 just to make sure that, ooh, might as well lose a little weight in the meantime, right? (laughs) Because that's how the female body's metabolism works. Am I right, ladies? And so I'd have this perfectly dialed in nutrition plan for the week. I created the grocery list, went shopping for two hours, finding all the right ingredients I needed. I'd get home, unload everything, chop everything up, cook all of the meat, prep all of the veggies and carbs, and measure everything out by the gram in individual containers and stack them in my fridge. And to top it off, I'd track it all in my fitness pal just to double check and make sure that everything was perfect. I would be so proud, maybe is the word. <laughs> you know, I'd take pictures of my fridge for the gram, right? Hashtag meal prep for the week and then get this. I'd slump on the couch and eat up, you know, the rest of whatever I baked that week, usually a pan of homemade brownies. And, you know, with the logic that, well, this is the last time I'll be able to enjoy a treat before I start my diet. So better clean it all up. And I'd always have this grand plan of sticking to this diet for like 30 days, maybe two months, three months. But the reality is that I barely made it to Thursday. The veggies got soggy. I was bored out of my mind eating the same thing. And damn it, I was hungry. So by Wednesday, I was downing diet pop and chewing sugar-free gum in order just to stave off the hunger and the cravings. Like, looking back, are you kidding me? This is not realistic, and it surely isn't going to help you become more healthy and balanced and fertile. But I had no idea, right? It was the only way in which I knew how to accomplish my goals. Go at it hard, strong, prepare, plan, and overachieve what was required to accomplish that goal. The result? Well, I could never stick with it. I could never stick with any of the crazy goals that I set out for myself. I'd crash and burn like three to four days in. I'd, you know, stop and buy a bag of chips or make another pan of brownies or pull out that emergency pint of ice cream that I hid in the back of the freezer, you know, just a few days ago. And to layer it all on, I'd beat myself up so badly that you would think, wow, the devil himself is conjuring up these insults inside of my head. I went from perfectionist mode straight to fuck it mode in a matter of days. And this kind of start-stop cycle, this yo-yoing cycle of unrealistic expectations, failure, and shame is what kept me so consumed with trying harder, with more force, with more willpower, with more insulting thoughts, to the point that I totally forgot the whole point of what I was ultimately trying to accomplish, which was creating life. Did I consciously want to create change? Of course. 
I knew I wanted to eat healthier and be more mindful about how I was eating. I wanted a balanced approach to nutrition, to life, to everything. But first, I needed to hit my goal of getting pregnant. And I was going to do anything in order to achieve that goal. And then I'd find the balance. Then I'd figure out how to have a better mindset. And I know that you can relate to this because so many of us are putting off our happiness, our fulfillment, our balance, our health for later. But first we got to get down and dirty and accomplish this thing and sacrifice it all in order to accomplish this thing. And then we can enjoy life. This is just another example of that. But the thing is, as long as I was making these changes through the lens that I'm not enough the way I am right now, I need to fix myself to get to where I want to go, and then I can feel worthy, the longer that I was going to stay in this shame cycle, getting absolutely nowhere in my journey, except even more defeated and more burnt out. So let's get into the meat of the episode. Let's help you get out of this shame cycle so you can actually gain momentum in your fertility journey and finally get and stay pregnant. So before I told you that I was going to reveal what this invisible force is that's keeping you stuck in the shame cycle and perpetuating the plateau in your fertility journey. So what is it? Well, it's your subconscious. Yep, that 95% of your consciousness programming that is driving the car from the backseat. It's that scared, vulnerable, and reactive voice in the back of your head that is trying to protect you and keep you safe. More on that in a second. My subconscious programming looks a lot different than your subconscious programming. Although I bet there are a lot of similarities because you definitely resonate with my vibe and my message. So there's definitely frequencies that are resonating, but they're very much unique. So what makes up the programming of your subconscious? Well, it's your childhood experiences. From the age of two to six, your brain is operating from a theta brainwave mode. Let me put it this way. Hypnotherapists drop you into a theta brain wave in order to take you into deep meditation and reprogram your subconscious brain. Your brain, your subconscious is very suggestible in this brain wave. So imagine running around life, ages two to six, operating from a hypnotic consciousness, taking in everything and storing it and downloading it, right? The purpose of this is to download everything about your environment so that it can just run in the background as your conscious brain is able to prioritize and think and problem solve without worrying about minuscule things like, ooh, what does a smiling face mean? How do I interpret this body language, right? All of that is just automatic. You don't need to consciously think about it. It doesn't cog up the wheel. The only issue is that our subconscious doesn't always program the greatest things. For example, when daddy gets home from work and he's tired and he's frustrated with his job, he cracks open a beer, turns on the football game, 
and you're so excited to see him for the first time that day. You run over to him, tell him about your day, what you learned, the games you played, and he just kind of stares past you and nods his head. And you're starting to pick up that, okay, daddy doesn't really care about what I have to say. Daddy doesn't really pay attention to me. Maybe daddy doesn't love me. So then you pull out the big guns, right? Daddy, guess what? What? We got our report cards back this week and I got straight A's. (laughs) We've all been there. And he replies, that's amazing, sweetie. I wouldn't expect anything less. And then goes back to watching his football game. Okay, that's what logically happened, right? But your inner child subconscious mind made it mean that, oh, I must prove myself to daddy. I must prove myself for daddy to love me, for daddy to notice me, for daddy to appreciate me. I'm not enough until I achieve. I am un- I am unlovable without my un- <laughs> I am unlovable without my achievements. These are just some of the common beliefs that your subconscious starts to create just from that one little interaction that was super emotionally charged. So, what does your subconscious brain do next? Well, it tags this mental meaning as truth and starts to look for proof of this truth in every situation. This happens through the reticular activating system, or RAS. This is the part of your brain, the RAS, that filters out everything that doesn't fit this truth and only lets in the proof that I'm not enough until I achieve. This is called confirmation bias And it's why you can tell someone until you are blue in the face that they are incredible and loved and worthy. But if they are operating from this subconscious belief that they are unworthy, all they're going to hear is, yeah, this person's great and all, but they're probably just saying that to be nice. I know I'm not that great. Hmm. So what this looks like 20 years later in your fertility journey is freaking out when you don't get pregnant when you plan to. Your subconscious goes, ah, remember that one time if you don't achieve the thing that unlovable? Well, you haven't achieved pregnancy yet, so that means you're unworthy, you're unlovable. And we can't be unworthy because that's practically death. So we must nonstop Go, go, go until we find a solution. Keep going day and night, all the diets, all the fertility treatments, move, move, move. We can't be unworthy and we can't let anyone else figure out that we're unworthy either. This is how we start operating and making decisions from fear, from lack, from unworthiness that is rooted in our subconscious mind. This is why you start every fertility diet with hope, excitement, and motivation all to drop off in three days because it's not quote-unquote working. All right? And let's be honest, your subconscious believes you're unworthy. So why in the world, if you're unworthy, would you put all of this time and effort and energy into something 
that might prove that you are worthy. This might seem like a stretch to make. (laughs) So let's use a common example. One of my most recent holistic fertility method clients who have conceived had been on her um, TTC journey for four months with no success despite doing everything right. Super high achieving, health conscious woman. Here she is trying to get pregnant thinking, oh, this is going to be easy because I'm so healthy. I have everything in life set up. We're ready. But it wasn't happening for her. So soon enough, she found, you know, she's doing all the fertility specific nutrition plans, the elimination diet, the gut healing protocols, the well-researched supplements, the acupuncture, the daily practices of yoga and Tai Chi. On paper, she had checked all of the fertility boxes and then some, which is why she was so frustrated. She wasn't seeing the changes in her cycle, nor was she getting pregnant despite all of this time and effort she was putting into it. So after our initial root cause analysis, we pinpointed, okay, we've got some low progesterone going on um, and we've got some dysregulated nervous system stuff going on. I could also tell that she was putting a huge amount of pressure on herself needing to get pregnant. So she was operating from this place of lack needing to get pregnant in order to move out of the stagnation she felt in her life. To her, she needed the box checked off in order to feel worthy. And this is all subconscious, by the way, right? This was the result of a subconscious belief that I'm unworthy without my achievements. And pregnancy was just another achievement to her subconscious that needed to be checked off in order to feel worthy. And until it got checked off, her nervous system would be in this fight or flight survival mode, trying to find the solution. Hence all those different strategies that she was doing. So here's the kicker. Just like my story that I shared at the beginning of the episode, right? Where I knew everything there was about nutrition, but I couldn't manage to implement it with consistency, right? I couldn't manage to keep doing it past the three-day mark. Well, same thing with my client. She said that she was doing all of these things, but looking closer, there were some corners that were being cut with consistency and frequency, and there were some holes, there were some gaps. Now, do I think that you have to be perfect (laughs) in order to get pregnant? Hell no. That's not what I'm trying to get at here. What I'm trying to get at is that her subconscious was convincing her that she already tried all the things, but nothing worked for her. But in reality, she wasn't doing the strategies in full completion or giving them enough time in order to work. So her subconscious was actually undermining her ability to stick with a strategy consistently and sustainably in order to see those results because of that deeper belief of I'm unworthy. Because if you deep down believe that you are unworthy of having a baby, then why would you put all of this effort into consistently and sustainably continuing a strategy? 
right? Your subconscious is convincing you to give up. It doesn't work anyway. Why bother? This is never going to happen for you, right? It's going to convince you that you've already done all the things and there's nothing out there left to do and you're just unworthy. This is not you, mama. This is that subconscious voice programmed from two decades ago, maybe even three. So I want to check in and just see if you're really picking up with what I'm saying. Because if this is really triggering for you and if you feel as if that I'm blaming you for not doing enough, I invite you to switch off the podcast, open up a journal and just write what's coming up for you. Because this is not what I'm saying, nor is it my intention. So let this be your invitation to journal about what your subconscious is only allowing to filter through right now. Is it allowing to filter in, oh, she's blaming me, excuse me, she's blaming me, I'm not enough, and that could feel really, really triggering, right? So just note that that's not what I'm saying here at all, but this could be a sign of what your subconscious beliefs are trying to tell you. So what do we do about these subconscious beliefs that are sabotaging our efforts? The main thing is to just become aware of them for now. Inside of Holistic Fertility Method, we have a three-step process of discovering and uncovering our limiting beliefs based on our thoughts, releasing them, and then integrating the new beliefs about ourselves. And this goes much deeper than writing out our belief and crossing it out and writing the more empowered belief next to it. No, no, no. I go into a deep psychosomatic visualization and release in order to energetically let go of that old story, narrative, and belief so that your subconscious can start operating from a new belief. You'll start seeing the world through a new lens. Mmm, so good. It's my pride and joy. It's the most, it's my most favorite part of the program. So the main thing that I want you to just become aware of is, is, is these beliefs. Start to become aware of your subconscious. Make your subconscious conscious. Understand that you are not broken. You are not a failure. And you are meant for success. But right now, there's an invisible force holding your hands behind your back as you try to move forward. So what I want you to do is recognize that there's a deeper force at play and start to bring awareness to it. The easiest way to do this is to notice your thoughts. Write them down. What are you saying to yourself? Do you notice that every time you get hungry, you beat yourself up? Oh, I can't believe I'm hungry again and pop in a sugar-free piece of gum. Interesting. Let's write that thought down because that's not you. That was programmed into you by the diet culture, by media, by your mother, by someone. That's not you. So 
This can lead us right to the underlying root cause belief that is keeping you from implementing a healthy, mindful, and balanced nutrition plan or anything else in your life in order to achieve health and fertility. Once we get to that underlying belief, then we can take the steps to release and process it. And we'll get more into how to release these limiting beliefs in future episodes, but for now, create the awareness, the simple awareness that you can notice these thoughts and understand that these thoughts aren't you. And even take it one step further. You don't even have to listen to these thoughts anymore either. And if you'd like to continue this work together and be like my client who I previously mentioned, who has shed her old identity of unworthiness and stepped into a new empowered state of being, one where she could enjoy the process, let go of the outcome, and trust that her body can do this, trust that the universe loves her, and that there was nothing that she needed to do to prove her worth so that she could slow down, be calm, and enjoy everything there is about the process, including a balanced way of eating, and becoming pregnant with unwavering belief, ease, and flow. If you want to follow in her footsteps like so many others have, then simply click the link in the show notes to apply for Holistic Fertility Method. Enrollment is open, and we're excited to facilitate this transformation for you as well. So fill out that application. You will receive an email from me whether or not you've been accepted or not. From there, we will hop on an acceptance call and dig straight into your fertility journey and exactly how Holistic Fertility Method can help you achieve a healthy pregnancy and have a healthy baby. So I invite you to do that now, my loves, and until then, see you on the next podcast.